Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I'm going to go over the next number four on the Short Bears Excellency Vault, Victor Sperandio. I've heard about this guy. I probably studied him here and there uh, throughout the audiobooks. I've, I, I recognize the name, but now we're going to go deep into finding out what the Short Bear uh, takeaways are from him. And yeah, I mentioned, so this is what the short bear is looking at. And I'm pretty sure he did a lot of research and this is like the takeaways that he got that he recorded, but I'm sure there's a lot more that's, you can only get by doing your own research. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking at what the short bear is looking at. I want, he has a nice sub stack. I recommend everybody sign up to it. I'm going to, I'm putting this out there so I can learn, uh, from it, you know, um, how many views did the last one get? I put, so every day I'm doing this until I get through with them. Yesterday, Richard Dennis got 165 views. Michael Marcus got 225 views the day before. And at Dakota, 381 views the day before. And, like, this is also an audio. So, like, you know, I and I knew, like, this is not going to go viral. You know what I mean? And uh, on audio, there's a decent amount of people listening. But um, this doesn't go viral because, like, I don't do TikTok videos. I don't do facial expressions for the cover art. I don't do entertainment bullshit. Like right now, I'm in the middle of the trading day. I, if something pops up, I use the same headset as uh, for my scanner. So if that something pops up, I might uh, you might see my process of what I go through for the trading. But like this is this Friendly Bear podcast has always been about business, about getting better with trading. Um, it's not focused on anything entertainment. I'm not focusing on attracting people that are not, you know, that are not interested in what I'm interested in or attracting people that have bad mindsets because I'm trying to protect my own mindset. I want to have people around me that help me increase and get better with my own mindset, not people that are going to deplete my mental capital or try to convince me to short a Chinese stock or people that have ego problems etc so like this podcast is meant to attract people to me and to increase my network and my circle and i've done just that with the friendly bear and i'm extremely happy of um what i've been able to get out of podcasting in general you know yeah it's it's not a million subscribers and i don't want a million subscribers for friendly bear it's crazy you know the first thing people ask me when i tell them i have a podcast oh how many subscribers you have it's like bro uh, I'm doing just fine. I've made a lot of money with trading and like I'm putting I'm, <laughs> I'm putting myself out there for free for the most part. And now I'm starting to put a little bit of a subscription fee to weed more people out to make my circle even smaller. So here you go. Um, I also have the audio version um, of subscribers and that I record like private stuff 
from my home. So like I always give value, like whatever subscription I'm putting out there, I make sure that I'm giving more value than what it's worth, you know? So whatever it is that you sign up for, you're going to get the more, more value than whatever you put in. And that's like a general rule that I live by, you know what I'm saying? Like always put more value. Like with the podcast, I made it, I just made it out of nowhere and I just wanted to give value out. And uh, I've gotten more value than I could ever imagine by giving, by giving value. So that's the thing with training. Like you give value and, you know, you're going to exceed expectations, you know, by just being, a, being good. And it's like, um, my friend Eduardo says, you know, to be a good trader, you got to be a, you, you got to be a good person, you know, and like how to make yourself a even better person. You just give value constantly. You always give more than you receive. Um, and then surprisingly, you're going to receive more automatically, just like you can't control how much you receive. You know what I'm saying? Just gonna, opportunities are going to show up and it's awesome. Anyway, I'm about to get into this. It's the middle of the trading day and I'm, I'm watching, actively watching my screens. Um, because like I haven't traded today. So I didn't see anything it's in a slow day. I think there was like one or two stocks that popped up. Um, in a slower market like this slower market cycle, I'm not looking to be aggressive, uh, in the morning. Just looking for things to come to me, just for it to come to me, come to daddy. So that's my mindset right now. Um, what else? Oh yeah, September sixteenth, September sixteenth, Friendly Bear Conference. Um, Sam Degash flying in from Dubai. It's gonna be epic. This is a well planned event. This is not like you just come and hang out sporadically. This is a well planned event. It's gonna be epic. Um, yeah, in trading, I haven't seen anything like this put out, and you can see by by how you know by the Friendly Bear podcast is like four hundred episodes now almost. You know, so like this is a serious event, you know, it's going to be hardcore and like you're going to be able to network, uh, you know, meet people that that take trading seriously and want to improve not only with trading, just like be successful with life. Because like I remember doing a podcast with David Hanlon and we were talking about what's more important, the amount of money in your trading account or your net worth It's like no, the net worth. So like you're, you're, you're trying to be increase your net worth and success levels not just with trading but like you know with just life in general you know what i mean just be successful and happy and trading is the foundation for that for me especially first you get good at trading you start to make money you're able to be profitable which is like you know just getting paid by the markets and then you can do a lot of stuff with it you can start podcasts you can start multiple podcasts you can start businesses you can travel you can make your life better it's it's uh for me it's been um it's been my foundation just getting good at trading first and foremost before anything but anyways let me get this thing done because, uh, because we still got more to do so i'm doing i'm i'm attempting to do one of these a day but i know i'm really busy so probably one every two days or so so uh because it lets them let it let some let it marinate there for like a day to let people have the opportunity to see it. But I would just like I would just like to do this every day, just one a day, um, just get over with. There's probably like ten, like five or six more, I think, of the of a uh, short bear. But um, but yeah, I want to get these done. So, anyways, let's go into it. Victor Sperandio, five thousand five hundred fifty-one percent in eighteen years by the short bear. 
Victor Sperandio is part of a select few traders that achieved a performance exceeding 5,000%. $10,000 at the start of his trading career in 1972 would have turned into $5,512 by 1990. Throughout his entire career, Sperandio has placed a greater emphasis and loss avoidance than on scoring large gains. Market wizards. He was largely successful at this objective, stringing together 18 consecutive winning years before registering his first loss in 1990, 18 over 19. Over this period, his average annual gain was 72%, with the results ranging from a single loss of 35% in 1990 to five years of triple-digit gains. Early days. Victor Sperandio's career on Wall Street started in the late 1960s. His journey commenced as a quote boy and later as a statistical clerk. Where he gained the valuable insight, he gained valuable insights into the inner workings of the financial markets. It was during this time that Sperandio developed a fascination with option, option trading, which would shape his future as a successful trader. Driven by a desire for autonomy in his trading decisions, Sperandio switched firms early in his career. This strategic move allowed him to earn significant commissions, but encountered challenges with compensation structures and expenses at some of these firms. In the midst of the 1969 bear market, Sperandio switched jobs twice until he launched his own firm, Ragnar Options, in 1971. Within six months, Ragnar gained prominence and became a large, became the largest over-the-counter OTC option dealer worldwide. Sperandio claims that Ragnar was the first option dealer to offer guaranteed quotes on, on options without charging exceptionally high premiums. If they couldn't find existing options, option contract in the market to meet a buyer's request, which they could purchase and resell at a premium, they wrote the options themselves, market wizards. Ragnar eventually merged with another company. Victor stayed on for a while, but then joined Interstate Securities in 1978. Victor wanted to maintain independence, which he got at Interstate. He was given a company account and a few private accounts to manage at a 50-50 split. Oh, shit, so he did 50-50 split. Okay, eight years later, in 1986, Interstate went public and the trading group dissolved. Between 2000 and, pre and the present, Victor Sprandio held key positions as CEO and president of EAM Partners, LP, and Alpha Financial Technologies, LLC. Alpha Financial Technologies specialized in financial engineering and focused on future futures-based indices, research, and development. It introduced several notable indices created by Sperandio, including the DTI, Diverse, Diversified Trends Indicator, FTI, Financial Trends Indicator, CTI, Commodity Trends Indicator, GERI, Global Equities Rotator Index, and FXTI, FX Trends Index. During the period of 2002 to 2009, the DTI, FTI, and CTI indices, indices were licensed by Standard & Poor, S&P, and referred to as the S&P Diversified Trends Indicator, S&P Financial Trends Indicator, and S&P Commodity Trends Indicator, respectively. From 2009 onwards, AFT directly licensed its indices to providers and product developers for retail investors and financial institutions. Aside from its financial systems, AFT held valuable patents and in the investment market, including patents in the United States, Australia, and the Bahamas. These patents covered financial products utilizing long-short indices or indicators to generate alpha while reducing risk. 
AFT collaborated with various product and issuers, such as Merrill Lynch, Credit Suisse, HSBC, Nomura, Macquarie Bank, UBS, Guggenheim Investments, and Wisdom Tree, among others, to offer investment products associated with its indexes. Trading approach. Scanning my scanners real quick. Looks like we got some moving. Let me make this fast. <laughs> okay. Uh, trading approach. Victor Smarnero is widely acknowledged as expert as an expert in commodities, particularly in energy and metal sectors. His impressive market crash prediction during a Barron's interview in September 1987 garnered significant acclaim and showcased his profound comprehension of financial markets. In more recent years, Perennial gained prominence for his pioneering work in developing indexes and trading strategies specifically designed to capitalize on trends in futures prices. These encompass both actively managed strategies and rule-based algorithmic quantitative models. Okay, something popped up in my scanner. Yeah, not worth it. Okay, Victor put puts emphasis on being objective and taking advantage of underlining trends. At his core, he is a trend trader. Central to his trading philosophy in is his meticulous analysis of market price movements and the assessment of their life expectancy profiles to gauge risk exposure. Remember, there are three trends in three trends: the short term, the intermediate term, and the long term. Each trend is moving all the time and may be going in a direction opposing to the other two. The short-term trend changes more rapidly and more often than the intermediate trend, and the intermediate trend changes more rapidly and more often than the long-term trend. Know which trend you are involved in and its correlation with the other two. Victor does not care about being long or short side. Overall, his trends persist. He automatically leans toward the long size and the long term. Many market participants are either predominantly bulls or bears and have a tendency to always be long or always short. In fact, most market participants avoid playing the short side like a plague. This is a big mistake that defies nature of the market action. If the trend is your friend, then playing both sides of the market is the best way to maintain successful and lasting personal relationship. He advocates for cutting losses fast and adding to winning position, a trait prior traders we discussed have shown. As he puts it, averaging down is a process of either avoiding or admitting to being wrong or in the hope of recovering a loss. It is called averaging down because the process of adding to a loser to reduce a percentage loss. Yeah. I don't that's why I don't I don't even like long demands. Averaging down. Whenever I see someone doing it, I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's adding to a loser. Uh, I'm not gonna mention who that is. <laughs> anyway, Victor believes in introspection and review a review process. All major events with in the performance journey have deep rooted behavioral patterns and lessons to learn from. If you can true oh something halted. Oh never mind. If you can truly and honestly identify the reasons you make a mistake, then your chances of making it again are much less. Most often mistakes are rooted not in ignorance but fear. Fear of being wrong, fear of feeling humiliated, and so forth. To trade well, you have to conquer fear, and to conquer fear, you have to admit having it, which means admitting your mistakes and analyzing them. Through his research, he discovered that in a bull market, the median extent of an intermediate swing in the Dow was approximately 20%. This meant that once the market surpassed this threshold, the likelihood of further appreciation diminished significantly. 
Sperandio's approach revolved around speculating when the odds were in his favor rather than merely relying on blind speculation. Victor Sperandio's emphasis emotional discipline emphasizes on emotional discipline and the ability to admit mistakes, particularly particularly in an industry where ego and emotions can cloud judgment. In an industry where ego and emotions can cloud judgment. Yeah, that's a big one right there. Come on, guys. Get on the get on it. Don't don't let that happen to you. Ego and emotions clouding judgment. Ego and emotions clouding judgment. Okay, so Sprandio's skepticism towards buy and hold strategies, coupled with it with his incorporation of chart analysis as a tool, added further depth to his approach. Final thoughts. Victor recognized as a pioneer in many spaces, is recognized as a pioneer in many spaces, especially in the option realm. His multi-stage analysis allowed him to pinpoint multiple bottoms and crashes. Victor is renowned for having predicted the stock market crash in 1987 during an extensive interview in the September 21st issue of Barron's on October 16th. One of the trading sessions prior to Black Monday, Sprendio shorted the Dow and made 300% during a day the DJIA fell by over 20%. Yeah, so Barron's is a it was an old school magazine. I still have a subscription with them. They're known for being like the bearish version of the Wall Street Journal, um, from what I understand. And I guess they have a history of that because look, they they had Victor Sprandio on before the '87 crash. Insane. Got to know your history. History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Anyway, going back to it. All right, so he has been featured twice in Barron's. Man of All Markets on May 2nd, 1983, and Trader Vic, the Ultimate Wall Street Pro on September 21st, 1987, and been quoted in the Wall Street Journal and Stock and Commodities. In 2008, Sperandio was inducted into the Trader Hall of Fame by Trader Magazine. Sperandio has over 45 successful years on Wall Street in trading independently with his own money and on behalf of big names and other notable investors such as Leon Cooperman and George Soros. He managed futures trading for the EAM group of companies and global investment banks such as HSBC, RBS, and Nomura. He is without a doubt one of the most overlooked legendary traders given his involvement in such large amount of different spaces within the industry. Victor Sperandio, he is number six on the list, um, 72% over 19 years. Uh yeah, so look at that. Um, yeah, so so Short Bear has the uh, the list of the greats over here, and um, he's going through the list, and I'm going through the list uh right behind him. So yeah, stay tuned, guys. Um, a lot of stuff going. Now I'm gonna resume the trading day. This will be up after hours. I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.